0: Welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Press, marriage and relationship counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome to this week's episode, putting yourself first or your relationship first. Is this necessary or selfish. So this is actually a fantastic topic to dive into. A lot of people that I talk to when they come to see me is a little bit out of whack around who do we put first? What do we put first? And isn't it just really selfish? So it's a great topic to kind of unpack um, and get a bit more clarity around, especially for yourself and how you can implement this into your life. But before we dive in, quick disclaimer, this is just for entertainment purposes only. It is not considered advice of any type. It is not mental health or healthcare advice of any type. Okay, now that we have that out of the way. So I just actually want you to think about this question for yourself and where you stand right now before we dive into this. So do you believe putting yourself or your relationship first is necessary selfish? Where do you sit? Okay, there's no right or wrong. Everyone is just learning and doing the best as they can. But it's really great to just reflect as to where you currently sit before we get into it. So now that you've got that, I'm just going to dive into the importance of it. So we all know that putting others first is really important. It's really, you know, it's fantastic. However, when you're a parent or a caregiver, this just happens all of the time, right? On autopilot, you are always putting other people's needs, wants, desires before yourself, like on a constant ongoing basis. And it's really easy to forget that you actually have needs and you have things that you need to keep you thriving and keep you living your best life. And, you know, when you don't put yourself first, it can really easily lead to resentment, disconnection, and burnout. And to be quite honest, a lot of couples come to me and one or both of the people in the relationship are feeling that resentment, that disconnection, and that burnout. They are putting everything into the family, everything into the kids. And while this is beautiful and admirable, that's wonderful. However, if you aren't looking after yourself, you aren't looking after your own mental, emotional, you know, physical well-being, then it's going to take its toll. It can't not, right? So we're actually going to explore why putting yourself first um, is so important and how to do it without feeling guilty or selfish. Now, I know the mum guilt's real, you know, when we take time out, but the more that you can anchor into how it's positively modeling to your children what good self-care looks like, because one day they will be in your position. And instead of modeling the other behaviors, you know, the the burnout, the fatigue, the disconnection, resentment, they'll be able to model what, po- you know, good physical health looks like, what good emotional and mental health looks like. So first and foremost, you are being a positive role model for your children, right? You are setting the standards. You are setting up a lot of what they're going to model and what a lot of what they're going to repeat in their life and so if you wish them to repeat something different if you wish them to not do what you do you actually have to change that you actually have to step out and and you know it can be really really small little things it can be the 10 minute walk that just gives you the headspace for the day right to cope with the things that creates resilience right you are able to cope with you know, the kids fighting or all of life's curveballs so much better when you put yourself first. And of course there are like, you know, there are different things that happen in life where it's not always possible. I get that. This is just on a, you know, the ongoing regular basis and regular life we're talking about here. So, Putting yourself first though can it's you know it's not just <laughs> butterflies, rainbows, butterflies, bubble baths, chocolate, all of those things are great, but it's more along the lines of you know giving yourself permission to forgive yourself, giving yourself permission to have that time out to do what you need for your own emotional mental health, maybe it's to get support. It's giving yourself permission to look after you. That's what we're really talking about. Okay. So when your you, own needs are met, you're better equipped to take care of others. You'll have more energy, more patience, and more love to give, which ripples out to your kids, if you've got kids, it ripples out to your relationship, okay? And so often this is the starting point. Sometimes we think our relationship isn't working well, so we need to just you know, hammer home those points about our relationship. We need to fix the relationship. Yes, and sometimes that's true, but sometimes The first step is actually looking at what's going on with you individually. When you can empower you, when you can feel better, I promise you that has a ripple effect in your relationship. Yes, there are tools, the communication and all the things that definitely need to be in place. However, this is a great starting point, right? When you feel better, you're going to have better, more productive conversations with your partner. When you feel better, you're able to deal with all the stuff that comes up day to day, right? So it actually creates the strong foundation for you and your partner when each of you are looking after your own mental health and giving each other that opportunity to, which is something I don't always see couples doing, is giving each other the opportunity to take the time out, whether that's half an hour for a workout or an hour for the gym or just some quiet time to actually not have a little beautiful person talking at you right just that time out so really if you can give each other the time and the space it is worth so much like that one hour can be worth a week you know a week's worth of good mental health a week's worth of extra energy for you Um, it makes that big of an impact in your life okay so when you're putting yourself first you are not neglecting others, okay? It actually provides opportunity for your partner to spend time with the kids or maybe your the grandparents to spend time with the kids if it's kids we're talking about. Or maybe it's, you know, your partner gets time on their own to just decompress and debrief. It actually isn't neglecting them. So that's really important to think about. And it's also about finding the balance, right? To make sure that everyone's needs is met it's not about you know you know 24 hours a day time out for you either you know it's about balancing that as best we can and that's going to ebb and flow there's no such thing as perfect balance that's just going to ebb and flow based on what season you are in in your life whether you're working or not working like there's so many factors to that so how do we actually put ourselves first without feeling guilty or selfish so here are a couple of tips Number one, set boundaries. Now, it's okay to say no to things that don't align with your values or your priorities. And it's important to actually communicate those boundaries with others. So when you've got those in place and you go, no, this is really what I need. Like I don't need 10 um, social catch-ups with friends each week. And you know that that's not how you thrive. And for some people that might be how you thrive. But you can say no and it creates space for your time alone, right? It creates space for you to do what you need to do to look after yourself. So saying no to more things actually really helps you <laughs> in life and setting those clear boundaries. And maybe it's setting the clear boundaries that each morning, you know, I've got 10 minutes to myself to do what I would like to do, right? We're not talking big things, yeah? Yeah or giving yourself permission to forgive someone. That's a big heavy weight that people carry around with them and can give you back substantial energy once we forgive, okay? Number two is to make time for self-care. Now, it can be exercise, meditation, hot bath, whatever it is, having some mental downtime or physical downtime or both is so beneficial, I think we've already touched on that a fair bit. So we'll leave that one there. And Number three is prioritizing your relationship. So what I mean by this is prioritizing your relationship with yourself as number one and, and and prioritizing your relationship with your partner. When you do these two things, it really can amplify how much love, gratitude and joy you have in your life. And I don't think there's a truer statement ever said that your relationship can be the biggest source of joy or pain. And that's a Tony Robbins quote. And it's the same thing for yourself. The relationship with yourself can be the biggest source of joy and pain. And the relationship with your partner can be the biggest source of joy and pain. And I've had many people say that when the relationship is good, they're good. They can function in the world. They can tackle challenges that come up at work. When you and your partner are solid, everything else is solid. So as the foundation, as the groundwork to your weeks, make sure there's time in there for yourself. Make sure there's time in there for your partner. Make sure there's time, you know, scheduling the date nights, making time for intimacy, being open and honest with your partner and having this conversation because you'll find your partner has these needs too. Your partner has the needs for some downtime, for some workout time or decompress time, whatever it is for you both they have those needs too. So having this conversation is so important, then getting out the calendar and scheduling in what that could actually tangibly look like. And also just giving each other grace, right? You're not gonna get it right the first time and it's gonna be the ideal situation you're putting on paper, but life may may not allow for the 100% ideal each week. But if you get in 50%, 80% of that, that's huge. That's gonna still shift how you feel and how your partner feels. Okay, so putting yourself and your relationship first really isn't selfish. It's necessary for your own well-being and the well-being of those around you. It has an epic knock-on effect for your family, for your kids to see you putting in these healthy habits, to see you putting yourself first and putting your relationship first. It can show them what a healthy, loving relationship looks like with yourself, and with another person. And if you can gift that to your kids, my goodness, that is huge. (laughs) I spend a lot of time talking with couples that have never had that, that have never seen what a healthy, loving relationship even looks like or how you would even go about putting in those habits. And so if you can model those habits to your kids, you have given them such an epic head start. That gives them so much happiness, so much foundation, so much grounding in life when they have a great relationship with themselves and a great relationship with their partner. So I'd really like you just to take a moment and think about what is it that you need to put in place? Do you need to set boundaries? Do you need to make time for self-care? Do you need to prioritize your relationship with yourself and your partner? Okay. None of these things are selfish. They're all necessary to thrive as a human being. You have needs too, right? And so does your partner. So having that open honest conversation will help so much. So think about the one thing that you can take from this episode and put it into action. Yeah. It's great to talk about it, but it's a hundredfold better when you've actually put something in action. So if you've really been getting value from these episodes, please subscribe, um, leave a comment or review. I would really appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening.